Hi, I'm Oshin Dunny, and this is the Siemens Advanta podcast, where we invite you to unlock the full potential of IoT. Every episode, we chat with some world-leading experts who can help to make the vision of an optimistic IoT-powered future a reality. This episode, we ask the big question, can IoT make the world a better place? And joining me to explore sustainability solutions for the world of tomorrow are Jenny Boffinger-Schuster, the Senior Vice President of Sustainability and Corporate Responsibility at Siemens. Welcome to the podcast, Jenny. Hello. And Christina Church, the Head of Sustainability Solutions at Lombard ODA Investment Managers. Welcome, Christina. Hello, and thank you for having me. So let's just start with a bit of a personal question for you both, starting with yourself, Jenny. I'd love to know, why are you working in this field of the overlap between technology and sustainability? Thank you, Arshin. I'm responsible for sustainability at Siemens, and that's a fantastic role. And particularly in the times and the challenges that we are facing right now. So if you ask me what gets me out of bed every morning, then it's really the possibilities and the impact that this role can bring. So if you imagine that we have almost 300,000 employees all around the world, I assume it gets obvious that if I manage to reach these 300,000 people in the right way, that they apply sustainability in their daily jobs, then the impact of the technologies and the offerings to our customers and on the societies is really, really big. So I believe this is maybe the best job that you, that you can have. Fantastic. That's such a nice uh, personal anecdote. You are in exactly the right place for your passion, for your expertise and for the broader societal purpose. And of course, the work at Siemens. That's absolutely brilliant. Thank you. And over to yourself, Christina, what's inspired you to find the role that you're in today? I get very excited by the idea of sustainability in the financial community, this idea of mobilizing investments towards a sustainable future. And the fact that we can bring together not only value creation for our clients, but doing so in a way that is investing in a much more ethical manner and also trying to persuade companies uh, that in order to get investment in the future, they have to do their business and their, uh, move their business models into a more sustainable fashion. And that gets me very excited to see that happening and see the impact it is making in the financial community. Fantastic. And I imagine uh, the current times are times that you can see that impact happening very quickly. Jenny, your career is sort of like this perfect Venn diagram of the overlap between sustainability and technology. And obviously, particularly with Siemens Advanta, IoT is a big part of this technology future. Do you think that IoT can be an enabler for sustainability and should companies be investing in it? First of all, we, we are really convinced at Siemens that the future will be digital and sustainable. So there's obviously a great fit of these two topics. And if you now look into the fields that we are active in, we really have the ambition to shape these futures, be it in mobility and transport, be it in industry and manufacturing, or be it in smart infrastructure, in the buildings, in the grids, 
everywhere in these fields, it's important that you have a vision of the future. And again, this vision is sustainable and it's digital. And it's also important that you then provide the right technologies. And if you then look into these technologies, it's obvious that digitalization and particularly IoT plays a crucial role in it. And we do see that if you apply IoT in the right manner, it can have a very positive impact on the sustainable development. And you can now, of course, ask how is this being measured and is it really sustainable? And for this, I would always refer to the 17 sustainable development goals, which give us a clear guidance and a clear framework on what the world considers as sustainable and what not. And if you then look into these different fields, be it in energy efficiency, be it in water, the availability of safe drinking water, preventing leakages in water systems, be it the right nutrition and making sure that agriculture is being optimized in the right way, and much, much more. It is, it is very clear that digitalization and particularly IoT can help to use that for the better. And that's, again, what gets me out of bed to see where, where can we start and which are the right applications that can guide us then to, to a better future together. Nice, nice. Thank you. I like that overlap between IoT and the SDGs. I think that's really important. Now, Christina, moving over to yourself, uh, one of the best known thought leaders in investment, Larry Fink is the CEO of BlackRock, and he was at the Bloomberg New Economy Forum last week talking about the importance of ESG, environmental, social and governance issues, as a component of stakeholder capitalism. And according to Larry, companies that are good with ESG factors are attracting more investment, making more money and making more profit than companies that are, in his words, in denial. So, Sustainability in investment and business terms is not some tree-hugging, feel-good concept. This is cold, hard cash. This is good business. Um, talk to us a bit about the Lombard approach to sustainability. Yes. At Lombard ODA, we absolutely view sustainability as a core conviction. Exactly as you said, it is about value creation for us. Um, we are seeing a revolution in the industry towards more sustainable investments. Um, but we're also seeing that it is a, a spectrum from very basic ESG exclusionary investing all the way up to sustainable integration. And for us, our view at Lombard ODA is that we absolutely need to integrate sustainability across all our asset classes and investment funds. And that to do that, we cannot only do it by looking at backward-looking ESG metrics. We must focus on the future. We need to look at trajectories, where are companies positioned towards the future, and what are the challenges of the future? Are they different to the challenges today in the space of sustainability? And then linking that into digitalization, how can that be an enabler of overpassing those challenges and enable a more sustainable future? And for us, we're trying to identify those companies that will thrive in that future and a future that we think needs to be moved from being wild. We think today the economy is wasteful, it's idle, it's lopsided and it's dirty. It must transition to a click economy. And by click, we mean a circular, a lean and an inclusive and a clean economy. And for us, that is about value creation. 
Superb. From wild to click. I absolutely love it. Keeping with yourself, Christina, we heard Jenny speaking earlier about this overlap between IoT, the SDGs, sustainability. What do you think about IoT and sustainability from the investment viewpoint? Yes. In our view, IoT is a key enabler of sustainability. We have a framework on sustainability whereby we see there being eight key challenges. We see the absolute urgency to address those challenges. And digitalization, IoT, really is providing that enablement. And it's making technology cheaper. It's making sure that investors can see opportunities when technology's costs come down. As you talked about the grid earlier, if we can see better resilience in the grid as a result of using IoT, understanding when there's peaks in demand, that can enable investment opportunities at the same time as enabling a transition to a net zero world and looking at companies' trajectories and which companies really get it, which companies are moving, which companies are investing in technology to enable them to be profitable in that future. Yeah, well said. Fascinating. Thank you. Uh, so coming over to yourself, Jenny, talk to us a bit about the process of making this sustainability vision a reality. How can you go about operationalizing sustainability in 2020 and beyond? So if you look into sustainability and if you want to really get active, I believe you have to start with a vision. You have to see where the world will be in 2030. And from there, I think you need to then look back and see the gap of what it actually takes to get there. And if you are a company, I believe then the second step is that you have to be transparent and honest to yourself to understand what is the field where you have the biggest impact the biggest impact in closing this gap. And that can be on both sides. That can be that you want to prevent taking certain risks. But in our case, the much bigger lever is that you work on the right technologies, that you can improve the quality of life. And again, I would here refer to the SDGs that are clearly guiding us the way on, on where to go and then find the right technologies to help implement and, and improve along the SDGs. And if I may give you an example on water, which is obviously one of the biggest problems that are out there, there are 2 billion people that do not have access to safe drinking water. That is obviously something that we have to improve. And technology can help us with that. And it's Typically, that you have to combine the physical and the digital. It's not purely the digital solution that is doing the trick, but you need to combine it. And that's exactly what IoT can do. And if you look into water, one big problem is leakage. So in a very good European system, you still will find around 10% of leakage. So that's a good wow. value. So you can imagine how big this leakage problem is in other places all around the world. And if you now use digitalization and the right technology, you can use, for example, big data technologies to identify these leakages much faster and much better. And with that, you save water. 
And you're not only saving water, but the way you supply this water is consuming a lot of energy. In a city, typically, the water supplying company is the biggest energy consumer. So if we manage to get this leakage down, we can also manage to have less energy. And of course, we can also offer energy efficiency and technologies to this, to this water supplier, which then will, in, in, in addition, also help on the, on the energy consumption and with that on the, on the emissions of this, of this um, water, water supplier. So this is just one example, and you know I could go on and on to give you basically examples to, to all of the SDGs on how IoT and, and solutions can help us to improve on the quality of life and on achieving this better future. Brilliant. Absolutely. I, I love it. Coming back again and again to the SDGs, I think this is so important. This is bringing humanity together at a time when it needs to come together. So, Christina, we just heard Jenny talk there about the importance of domain expertise. And this is obviously your world as an investment advisor. You need to know about all this stuff and, you know, the, the, all of the moving parts. Talk to us a bit about your role as a senior investment advisor and what you do at Lombard ODA. How, how does this knowledge manifest in the decisions that you make and that you advise investors to make? Yes, that's a great question because I think we, what we are trying to do is, first of all, identify what the challenges are. What are the key sustainable issues, sustainability issues that investors and companies and corporates are going to face in the future? As once we have identified those issues, we need to understand how to quantify them. What are the risks? What are the opportunities? And what is the susceptibility of each company to those risks and opportunities? And so my role is to ensure that we can integrate that vision of sustainability the vision of the world moving from wild to click across all our asset classes and that we can provide an additional layer of education to our investment professionals who are doing the work at a bottom-up level, looking at their companies, understanding their industries from a really detailed point of view. We provide that additional layer from a macro point of view of what is happening in the world what should companies be doing to move uh, towards a more sustainable future? And we are providing metrics and tools to try and quantify those issues. And the first of those that we have developed in-house is, is a tool to understand the temperature alignment of companies. It's a forward-looking tool. We're not looking at carbon intensity of companies today, but we want to identify those companies in the future that are vital to economic growth, but that may be carbon intensive today, how can they transition to a lower carbon world? How can IoT, digitalization, enable that transition? And which companies can be profitable during that transition? And where do we want to invest? So it means that we can still invest in heavy industry. And that in fact, we want to invest in heavy industry to ensure future economic growth, but we also want to invest in a much more carbon neutral way aligned with the Paris Agreement. And also that's just one metric. We want to align across all the SDGs that Jenny mentioned. We want to understand nature. We want to understand how companies are positioned to dematerialize, to focus on less waste. There are multiple different aspects that we are looking at and we're trying to quantify 
in a forward-looking way how companies are positioned. Right, right. And, and staying with yourself, I mean, you've got a really interesting background in sustainability, in smart cities. This is very much your manner, so to speak. Does your work at Lombard Odier support your passion for sustainability and vice versa? It seems like quite a good fit. Absolutely. For me, it, it's an exciting fit. I, I started my career uh, looking at the automotive industry and I watched the transformation of that industry from being carbon intensive a dirty industry per se, towards electrification of vehicles and beyond that to how can cities think about uh, sustainability? Is it, are we too focused on the car? Should we be looking more at uh, integrating all mobility systems together? And again, here IoT can help if you have an integrated system that can match your journey to the best, most sustainable or even the fastest and the cheapest and the most equitable access to mobility, can we make build better cities? Can we have more green space, less space given to roads? So that's where I started my career. I'm now looking across all spectrums of sustainability. And and for me, one of the most exciting areas we are currently looking at is nature. And it, it comes from smart cities, the idea of Can we build better lifestyles for the individuals that live in those cities? How can we protect nature? Um, And we've recently launched a fund called Natural Capital, and it focuses on many of the areas that Jenny was discussing earlier in terms of zero waste and ensuring better water security. We're looking at those technologies that can improve agriculture, precision agriculture, ensuring that we can both harness the power of nature, but also preserve nature and ensure future economic growth can continue because natural capital is being preserved and harnessed. I love it. That's so much music to my ears. You spoke there about the importance of transitioning to this future. And uh, I believe that you are on the Transition Financing Working Group at the World Economic Forum, where Jenny is a member of the Net Zero Global Future Council. I love the work of the World Economic Forum because they present some of these huge, life-changing concepts in ways that are very easy to understand. And one of their articles this year, which is a big favorite of mine, uh, spoke about the necessity of a move from share stakeholder capitalism to stakeholder capitalism and moving from human-centric stakeholders to planet-centric stakeholders. Jenny, how does Siemens hardwire sustainability into the kind of solutions that you design and offer to your clients? Is it sort of baked into your approach in terms of what you offer? I think more important, it's baked into the DNA that we have. If you look back, we've been founded in 1847. And ever since, we've been working on the toughest challenges of our time. And if you allow me to now go back in time, when Werner von Siemens started our business, one big challenge was communication and combining, let's say, continents. And what Werner von Siemens did, he invented a new technology that would allow to communicate over continents. So if in these days you wanted to send a message from London to Calcutta, it took you some 30 days to do so. And with the invention then from Werner von Siemens, you could send a telegram and it only took 30 minutes. So that is obviously changing a lot. 
And this is the kind of challenges we are trying to solve. And if you look now into today, obviously one of the biggest challenges is combating climate change. And we have the responsibility to solve this. And if you now look into Siemens, how are we doing this? We are doing this actually on two sides. One is we, of course, need to ensure that we reduce our own emissions. And in, in 2015, we've been the first larger industrial company to announce that we want to become CO2 neutral by 2030. We are on a good way to this. We expect that by the end of this year, we will have reduced our emissions by 50%. That's a lot. If you consider that we have some 350 factories all around the world, we have a fleet consisting of more than 40,000 vehicles. You know, it might sound easy to do this reduction, and I can tell you it's not. And we take the responsibility and we push for this and we do it. The much bigger lever, though, and that makes us special also as a company, is that we provide the right technologies to our customers, in this case, to help them to reduce their emissions. And by doing so, our customers in the last year could save more than 650 million tons of CO2. This is a lot. That's around two-thirds of the emissions in Germany. So we really are part of the solution, and we want to solve the biggest challenges. That's what drives us. And that's, again, what drives the 300,000 people that are working for Siemens all around the world. And they make sure that in our offerings, we embed the right tricks to make sure that this is more sustainability than also for the world. So things are moving quickly in terms of the demand from businesses and increased consciousness about the importance of sustainability. Mm -hmm. Have you found that the relationship with your clients are changing in terms of your collaborations and the role that Siemens plays? Definitely. So first of all, the requests that we receive from customers change. So we would receive requests from customers that want to buy a certain product, which is pretty standard, right? There are others who would say, we need support in order to increase, let's say, the energy efficiency in our factory. So this customer would already know what's his target is and also have an idea of where to start to improve. In this case, the energy efficiency of, of the manufacturing. But it can range to a customer who would call us and say, I believe I want to become more sustainable. Siemens, how can you help us? And then this is obviously a very, very interesting journey that we then take with the customer together to, first of all, understand what does sustainability mean to you? This is a very broad topic, and we, we are now speaking a lot about climate change and emissions and energy efficiency, and of course, this is one big topic. It depends, though, really on the materiality of the business, what the big impact topics are, and then bringing the right industry know-how and the right domain expertise, we can identify these impact topics and then together work on them and see how we can improve it. And IoT is really one lever, which is, from our experience, helping a lot to improve efficiency, to ensure that you use less material, 
if I can test something on a digital twin and don't have to test it in real, I'm obviously saving a lot of energy, of material, of scratch. It sounds like a small step, but that's huge. Yeah? And, and that's how we are going on this journey with our customers and also partners together. Fantastic. Thank you, Jenny. That's brilliant. And coming over to yourself, Christina, we just heard Jenny talk about this scenario where a customer approaches them and said, we want to be more sustainable and how they would go about taking the client on that journey together in partnership, making that transition. Um, What do you see in your investment world in terms of areas of emergent opportunities? in the investment space? And, and what are your kind of hot tips for investors who want to be more sustainable? Are there any key areas that you're pointing people towards these days? Yes, I think for us, the idea is to follow where the investment is moving in the wider economy. You know, we see there being powerful forces driving sustainability in the, this revolution today. And it starts with regulation. Um, and where the regulation is moving really is where we are seeing investment opportunities. And if that regulation is around Paris alignment and net zero, or if the regulation is around more disclosure by companies about their um, non-financial issues and, uh, and what they are doing on the sustainable agenda. And we're seeing a lot of money moving in towards, in terms of recovery funds post-pandemic uh, to building back better. Um, and for us, that presents investable opportunities. But even more than technology, we're seeing technology moving into the driving seat now. Technology costs coming down so far that that's providing investable opportunities. And they can be across a wide spectrum of products, of companies. And I think we are seeing this move away from basic investment in ESG metrics towards full sustainability integration. And it's throwing up new investable opportunities, opportunities in heavy industries, but opportunities in industries that are using technology to improve themselves and to reduce their um, exposure to negative externalities that are, are providing impacts on the economy and on the planet. So we do see these powerful forces driving change, but also driving where investment should be. And consumers as well are pushing strongly for this change. And that in turn is accelerating regulation. And it's a a great um, place to be to see the sustainability agenda really high across so many different fields. Well said, well said. Okay, so there you have it. We all need to get on board with this new agenda. Thank you so much to Jenny Buffinger-Schuster and Christina Church for joining us today to talk about making the world a better place with IoT and exploring sustainability solutions for the world of tomorrow. Listeners, if you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe using your favorite podcast platform and check out the Siemens Advanta website to get a glimpse into some amazing IoT projects in sustainability. In the upcoming episodes, we're going to be discussing some really hot topics like cybersecurity, how to start your digital journey, and why IoT is still a people business. So subscribe today to make sure you don't miss it. I will see you the next time. Thank you for joining us.